Okay. Uh, good morning. Um, morning, Brian. How are you? Um, I don't think we'll learn tomorrow. It's Arab Tishabov. And uh, I don't think so. And then we'll we'll see exactly what will happen over the Benazmanim, uh, the you know Benazmanim, till Elo. We'll uh, we'll let you know. We'll let you know, Bezrat Hashem. I don't know what your plans are in general. You know, for after Tisha B'av. So Bezrat Hashem will have a chag. But uh, so so today we'll I'm going to learn something to you with again uh, from the Sif Seichaim discussing the idea of of Tisha B'av. And then, as I said, tomorrow uh, we won't be learning as it's Arab Tisha B'av here already. Um, I mean, that, that's, a, that's an idea we need to think about in general. In other words, um, that someone is, uh, is, you know, if someone is obligated to refrain from learning, there's a reason behind it. The, the reason behind not learning on on Arab t- on Tisha B'av, Arab Tisha B'av. Again, whether or not you learn on Arab Tisha B'av is a uh, is a discussion. Ramah brings that down. Others hold that it's a uh, it's an it, it, it's an it's a stricture which would which can cause problems. So um, in other words, if you're not going to learn, so then you might get involved in some petty things. So that's certainly not advisable. As if someone is going to uh, by not learning. He's going to get involved in things which are petty, so then you're much better off learning. That, that's for sure. So, um, but as I said, in general, you know, public shear, unless it would be on Tisha B'Av, I'll see. But the uh, is, uh, I won't. Um, so today the piece discusses, oh, like I mentioned, that if someone doesn't learn, it's because the idea is we need to focus in on the facet of mourning. We don't want to take our minds off of the availus that we are supposed to be thinking about. And if someone's going to get involved in learning and in other things, it takes your mind off of that. And that, that became such a, a crucial thing that uh, Chazal didn't allow us to learn on Tisha B'Av, except things that are connected to mourning. So our mind shouldn't wander at all. So that's certainly something to keep in mind during Tisha B'Av, not to... Uh, you know, when you get tired or, you know, from the fast and whenever it may be, it's not the time to start, you know, doing other things. That's, you're taking away from the whole focus of the day. The focus of the day is to uh, think about the, you know, the, the loss that we're, that we're living through, that we're experiencing. And even if I can't learn or other things, but that's not a reason for me to start digressing and to getting involved in, you know, projects that I would do because I'm not eating, I'm not doing other things. So let me get involved in household projects or something. That's, that is you know, undermining the whole idea of what the Tisha B'Av is. Besides being a fast day, again, it has that added facet to it that it's a day of mourning. So we, we should you know, try to keep that in mind. So uh, he quotes over the Sif Seichaim quotes a very famous Yushalmi that's where we're all familiar with. It says, "Call door shulonivne, base hamigdash biyamav." Any generation that did not witness the rebuilding of the base hamigdash in its day, kilu nechrav biyamav. One must look at it as as if it was been it's been destroyed in and hit that person's day. In other words, if the base hamigdash has not been rebuilt. 
So then it obviously it's a reflection that the reasons for its destruction are still prevalent and they're still it's still there with us because if it would if it wouldn't be then we would have gotten back to base amigdash. So uh, that's what the Tirushalmi in, in Maseches Yuma. So he continues, Chazal Chazal placed the obligation of the Chorben. I'll call door. Now we shouldn't just look at it. Well, it happened 1970 some odd years, uh, 1950 years ago. And what does it have to do with me? So that's not correct at all. We see Chazal telling us that if the base of Megdish is not being built, we are culpable. Because if we would be privileged, to correct, if we would have been able to correct the causes that caused the Churban, we would have been Zoha to see its rebuilding. So the question that's asked, he says, so then the question that we need to ask ourselves is, if the earlier generations were not able to stand up to such a test, and they caused through their actions and the generations that came subsequently, the Tanoyim and the Amuroi. In other words, if we just think about the generation of the Churban Beis Amigas, Rabbi Yochanan and Zakai, Rabbi Akiva, Rabbi Eliezer, Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi, you know, the giants of Torah Shabal Peh, if they're the ones that were the ones who were alive during the Chorban, and they weren't able to save the Beis Hamikdash, right? Vadai I'm sorry, if they couldn't do it, the Tanoim and the Amram, Lo Zochu Livnosim, Kain Mahatvi Al Doreinu. Where do we fit in? How, you know, how can we possibly stand up to anything if they weren't able to do it? Kilu and you know, what's happening? How could they possibly be successful? Where their, their connection to Hashem was so much greater and so much more intense and so much more real than our connection with Hashem, which is a superficial one, how is it, where do we stand the chance to correct those blemishes as a result of them, if those issues were so so essential that they caused the Chorban Beis Amigdash and the Tanoim and the Amoroim and the Rishonim and all, all our the giants in Jewish History weren't able to do that. How, where do we come anywhere close to it? Right, they had it. So that's question number one that he poses. And to go even further back, he says, before he sinned. before he sinned was the epitome of perfection. As perfect as any creation could be, that was Odom Harishon. No one comes close to perfection any more so than Odom Harishon. Odom Hayam Utar, he was crowned. Umuktar Ba'atoros Kedusha, V'yikarav Ma'od. Ulam, however, La'achar Shinichshal Bechet, after Odom Harishon, 
sinned, Gaurishmi Ganeden, he was sent from Ganeden. El Olam Achurmi is to a world of physical. Vaamnam Kishachota, Lodai Shalohir Viach, Mashahayogalar Viach, knows with the sin of Adam Arishon, not only didn't he gain what he could have had, Elisha Ovad Mashahayabayodah, he lost what he had. Was Chosilios Adam Shafel, he became. Uh, a human being, a lowly human being, like we are now. Again, he's quoting the Das Tunos from Rabbi Moshe Chaim Hadasha, He was now given a new mission statement. When Adam Arishan, before he sinned, was purely spiritual and his mission was a spiritual one. Now he's saying that after the sin, Adam Arishon now was given a new mission to serve Hashem with, within, with tests in a way where the, 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 the obviousness of Hashem is hidden now. We're living in a, nat- a world of nature, cause and effect, which we call In other words, you, have, you eat with work, meaning, what does that mean? You're eating with work. Those you, man sees as if to say, because I did this, therefore I got my bread. I planted the seed and I, and I worked on the tree, etc., etc. That's how I got it. We're living in a world of nature and that's the test. To see Hashem, even though it's hidden. To, to see that that's all Hashem, really. The kosher. So again, so he asks now, If Odemarishon on his level when he was close to Hashem, before the sin, if Adam Marishan was on such a spiritual level, if he wasn't able to, to withstand the test, so then again, how is it possible? So after he's now on a much lower level, he's, you know, he's, he's, he's been demoted spiritually. How is it possible for him if someone who's in a much better position, seemingly, was not able to withstand the test, how is it possible now, Adam HaRishan in a much less opportune situation to withstand the tests of Hester Ponim? Where you see Hashem directly in your life, Adam HaRishan wasn't able to withstand the test. How is it possible now with Adam HaRishan on a, on a demoted level spiritually to, to withstand the test where you don't even see Hashem in the open anymore. So he's asking this question again, you know, in, from a different perspective. From number one, and from our perspective about the Chorban Beis Amigdash, how could we possibly withstand the test that the Tanoim and Amaroyim weren't successful in? And then with Oda Marishon, how is it possible? Now he asked the last question, I think he says over here. There's another question Rabbi Chaim Friedlander asks. Again, if we see that the earlier generations were not able to withstand the test and that which brought the Chorban, and therefore they were demoted spiritually. We're living now in this exile where everything is hidden. How can we be successful? The takein to correct these blemishes, and these mistakes. If we're living in Golas where everything is dark and black and we can't see anything, 
how can we possibly correct something that those who had a much greater sensitivity to weren't able to? Golos wasn't enough. Golos became a greater test. If we couldn't live by the first test, sending us into Golos, where the, where the, 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 the connection to Hashem is so much more difficult, that's making things even, is compounding the, the problem. The Aseir, even more than this. We see that one sin brings on another sin. If a person sins and he falls from his spiritual level, he's more, he's more susceptible to going even further down. How could anyone ever come back to Tikkun? So he's asking a very, very broad question which needs to be understood. And he says, Chazal Tiyaru, he quotes a Gemara over here in Sota, says, Chazal Tiyaru, Shiflos, Chazal described for us in a very demonstrative way, the lowness, the hachutzpah, the brazenness, Shiyeh Bedor Ikfas of the Meshicha, that's going to be so pronounced in the generation of Mashiach, Ha'emes Tiyanaderes, truth is going to be missing, there'll be no respect for the earlier generations, and the, and the Vilna Gon explains, what does Ekev mean? From a, a heel. In other words, our heels, like we have on our foot. It's all the way on the bottom. And which has no sensitivity, if you notice right on your heel, it's all callous and everything because you have no sensitivity there. It says, So too the generations are going smaller and smaller in Ruchnias and spirituality. We need to have an explanation of that. If we see that things are, are going in a downward slope, Goveris and the, the brazenness is becoming more intense. How will it be that we're going to get the Mashiach more so than the earlier generations? Okay. So he brings down over here. Now he's that those are the questions. Very, very important and serious questions that need to be understood. To understand the difference between the earlier generations and the later generations, and how is it possible that the later generations are going to be zocha to this correction? Mesmahuso and the essence of the generation of Mashiach, he's going to start giving us the idea over here. Okay, so he says like this. It says, at the, at the outset of our questions, we, we discussed, if Adam Arishan was not successful, before the sin of the Eitz Hadas, so on his level of Ruchnius, which was the epitome of perfection, if that's the case, how is it going to be helpful? In other words, by sending man out of Gan Eden, you are making things much more challenging to the, to the darkness and to physicalness. 
And again, if the earlier generations were not able to withstand the test, how's it going to be that the later generations with all of our disadvantages that we have now? We don't have the base of Migdash. We're living in a Golas. How can we possibly correct that which was in that generation when they had everything? Achuvahi, here's the answer that he wants to give us. Before Adam Arishon, before he sinned, he was in a very, very high level spiritually. Azai, therefore, therefore, every action that he did, the perspective, the, the, the scrutiny on them, in other words, like we understand, Hashem holds people who are on a much higher level, just like, you know, if, if a two-year-old child would knock over something, so the parent wouldn't, would, you know, would, would not be upset at all. You're, the accountability of a two-year-old child is, you know, comparison to a 20-year-old child, you know, it's different worlds. And therefore, um, what, when, what, what, a, what a two-year-old can get away with, you know, the 20-year-old child's not going to tell his, his parents, you know, well, yeah, but my two-year-old little baby brother, he, he did it and you didn't say anything, right? That, that would be the, uh, you know, that would be ridiculous for a 20-year-old to, uh, to compare himself to a two-year-old and say, well, if he did it, why can't I get away with it? So that's what he's pointing out over here, that other Marishon, before he sinned, or earlier generations, they were on a much, much greater level spiritually and therefore, every action that they did was on, was under a much greater scrutiny. And because of that, therefore, the accountability of what they did. So to a certain extent, in other words, we're being put in it, and you know, as two-year-olds, our understanding of things spiritually, etc., is on a much lower level, and therefore Hashem's uh, expectations from us are on a different level than it was from the earlier generations. Ulam, however, he says, and because they weren't able to stand on that high level, therefore they were given a new mission statement. Yorad me madrigo so, Man went down a level to the Choshech of Hester, of not seeing Hashem openly. Even if man could not withstand the test before he sinned on that high level, it's possible now, on a lower level, he'll be able to do what? To, to correct that which he did from a different way. Because the expectation is not as great. That's number one. Nosef Lakach, in addition to that, Meyataim, Kol Gadlusa, with all of his greatness, Ein Hamabat Al Maisev, Bechumra Kemokodem Achet. It's not that Hashem does not hold the accountability anymore. It says, Kach, he says, so to Gam Kalal Yisrael. The same thing has to be understood in, in consideration of the Jewish nation. Kodem Achet, before the Jews sinned, that before the sins of the Chorben Beis Hamikdash, 
higher by Madrega Gavoa Yoter, the generation of the Tanoyim that lived before the base with the base Amigdosh, Kishahai Base Amigdash Haiba Mechitosim, living with the base Amigdash by definition obligated them on a much greater level. Just like we saw when you look in the Chumash, the same thing. HaKadosh Baruch Hu did not want to did not want the Shechina to be within the Jewish people after the Chayda Eikel. He said, because, again, if, you say, if, if that's going to be, then the accountability is going to be on a much, much greater level. If, it, if I, Hashem said, if my Shechina is going to be Shorah amongst the Jewish people, that means the accountability is going to be every, every, every mo- movement that you make is going to be under scrutiny. And the question is, can you maintain such a thing? Can you imagine having like a, a security camera on you 24-7? And everything you do, someone's watching over you. If you had somebody following you every second of the day, at a certain point, you'd go crazy because you want to have like time out. And uh, really, there's no such thing as time out. But we live in a world where it looks that way. But they, they lived in a world where you, did, where you didn't have that. And they were able to maintain it, basically. He says, when the Beis Amigdash stood, Memela, as a result, Gam Hatzvi Al Masem. Therefore, the accountability of what they did, Ha'isio Tergadola, was much greater. Ketikun, and how to, so what happened as a result of such a thing? Kiblu, they received a new way of serving Hashem, with the Churban Beis Amigdash to serve Hashem even even in the darkness. In other words, it's a new it's a new expectation from them. We're no longer on that level anymore, and therefore the expectations have changed. Right, and those Hashem doesn't hold us accountable on such a level anymore. It says, So, so too, as the generations move further and further away, as the Golis becomes more and more dark and less and less is evident of Hashem, even though we're being lowered. And therefore, how can we possibly do things? But he says, you have to understand, like we understand. Gam hatviya, the expectations of our, uh, of our actions have, have been low, lessened as well. And therefore, what they couldn't have accomplished, we could very well accomplish. Because, you know, you know as we have, you know, like you have in tests, you have what you call a, a bell curve, right? If someone gets a 60, so if everybody, if the highest mark is 65, and uh, the lowest mark is whatever, 20. So you got a 60, that's like you got a 99. So even though it's a 60, but Hashem sees, but that's, that, that's the best that can be expected. So that's considered enormous. That's considered enormous. So that's, that's the idea over here, that uh, we're living in a generation now where, you know, if you look at the Jewish world, Rabbi Miller used to say this, if you look at the Jewish world, you know, 200, 300 years ago, to say that you're a Shomer Shabbos Jew, that didn't really... Um, you know, okay, that's what, that, you know, that's like everybody, that's like say, saying I breakfast this morning, that's what everybody does. You know, people would learn, people would, would all, today, if you look at the Jewish wor- world as a whole, you know, I don't know, uh, you know, me- a large percentage of the Jews, the majority of the Jews aren't even aware of Torah. They don't even know, you know, and they have no reality whatsoever. They've gotten lost in the exile, you know, not to their, uh, to their guilt, but that's just the reality. So and, any Jew who's, has any identification whatsoever is already in the top 10% of the Jewish world. So you, you, if we look at ourselves in that, in, from, if Hashem is looking at us from, in that, from, that, from that perspective, well, 
uh, what we're doing is accomplishing what the greats of, of earlier generations did, where we wouldn't have stood anywhere near anybody then, but because we're living in this generation now, where a vast majority of the Jews are no, aren't aware of, of anything from any Torah perspective, that we're aware of the T-shirt, that we're aware that there's no base in Migdash, is, is, is a, you know, a small percentage of the Jewish people. So when Chazal tells us, Ain't bein David Boyle, but this continues over, Shekulo Zakai, Shekulo Chayev, um, the, the, the extremes will be that either they'll be completely guilty or they'll be completely worthy, right? right um, that's it. The, the, the morale explains over here that uh, how's that happening? A very famous idea that the Mashiach, they quote the Pesach, if we're Zoha, uh, we'll be coming with it from the Anonim, from Shemayim, it'll come. Zolo Zoha, if we're not Zoha, then it's going to, the Mashiach is going to be like a, a poor person, an Oni who's, who's riding on a donkey. That is the depiction of what it's going to look like in the, when Mashiach comes. Either he'll be coming down with the Anani Akavav or in the, with, with the, uh, a donkey riding, uh, the Mashiach, a poor person riding on the uh, donkey. So the way the, uh, the Maral explains that, he says the word Chamor is a representation of Chum, of physicalness. In other words, the generation that we're living in over here is is everything has been demoted to just physicalness. There's no, there's no, it, it's not the tests of the earlier generation from, from, a, uh, from an intellectual perspective. Everything has been demoted into physical. Every, that's what people are just running after their physical drives and everything over here. But um, that's what's going to be over here. The tests of the earlier generations were so much more challenging. Uh, how was that? You had the Yetzirah of spiritual tests in the early of idolatry, of philosophy, Haskalah, uh, meaning intellectual uh, challenges to, to belief in Hashem. But in our generation, the Yetzirah is so much more simple. That's the idea of a Chamor, meaning simpleness, Chumriya's physicalness. That's what we're uh, eating and drinking because all people are thinking, you know, what do I have? What will I have left if, you know, if they don't take it in now, you know, tomorrow's the, the grave. So it's, it's a generation that's completely running after its physical uh, pleasures without any embarrassment whatsoever. So he's saying, specifically because we're on the generation as a whole is so low. Therefore, Shim Kolzos, it's very possible. Yeshav Shorus, that's why we have the possibility that the Yeshua, the salvation, will come specifically in this generation. Because if we'll do any tshuva whatsoever, if we'll see any hope, we're going to want some spirituality in us, a like a famous idea, a little bit of that light will push away an enormous amount of that darkness. Because anything we do is considered enormous. In Bedoros Kodmim, if the earlier generations, they needed to fight a, an intense battle with the Yetzirah, our fight is on a different level. And therefore, we have this possibility to be able to bring Mashiach in our generations. He's Yatanovan hated. Now we can understand, he says over here, why is it, why do we have, why is the accountability as well for us? Because Hashem, again, gives us our, we have a greater accountability. We can fix that, that problem because it's much simpler for us. 
the, the, the challenges are much simpler. Laura Doros, the early generation, the test was a much more difficult one. It was, it was a, a more challenging one. But in our generation, the test is a, is a physical one. It's very open. But to see the difference between what, what it, Torah and what the world is offering us. But Gaspi Yotere, it, it's, so, it's so unsophisticated, is the word. We have the possibility to become, to become strong in Torah and Yerachemayim, to bring light into that darkness and into the physicalness. And throughout Bezrat Hashem will be Zohar to, to, to build the base of Migdash and the Bias HaMashiach. Amen. Okay. So um, that's the piece over here. Are there any questions? Okay. So as I said, tomorrow being Erev Tisha B'Av here in Eretz Yisrael, I, if I change my mind and that we have, I'll let you know. But as of now, I don't, we will not have to tomorrow and obviously Thursday not on Tisha B'Av. And what will happen during the Bein Azman and we'll, um, we will send out a notice to let you know, Mezrat Hashem. Okay, but Mitzvah um, we want the Torah to be, uh, we should be Zochah, Mitzvah and uh, we should have the full Nechama in Hey Amen. Okay. Amen. Thank you very much. Okay, have a wonderful day, gentlemen, and Mitzvah should all hear Besoros Tovos. Amen. Have a meaningful fast. Amen, amen. Thank you. All the best. Take care.